You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive. I'm your host, Sierra Carter, and as usual, we are here to run our lives and not let life run us. Thanks for tuning in to another week. If you're just joining us, again, we've made a pivot. We are focusing more on performance-based improvement in endurance athletes, entrepreneurs, and corporate athletes. Those of you that are going to be climbing to the top, you're going to be in that C-suite, guys. We are based on high-performing human beings here, and we're really focused in helping the anxious overachievers gather their thoughts and be happier with their everyday lives. I'm, I apologize. I, I feel like I do this every pod. Uh, see, I do this every podcast. Come here, Riley. Come, come. I do this every podcast. I'm not going to edit it out because I just want you to, guys to know it is just brutally honest on this podcast. I'm back in my living room. I used to have a um, podcast studio, but I'm back in my living room and I have a puppy. Lots of things have changed since we used to record over in Florida, but yes, I do have a dog. Hold on. Okay. We're going to pause it for a second. All right, guys, we're back. He was just barking at my cat. Oh my gosh. So I do have a zoo in here. I've got two cats and a dog. Um, definitely want to get another dog when I'm not in an apartment. Like that was rough with a puppy <laughs> in the middle of winter in Salt Lake City in one of the hardest winters they've had in apparently a while. So yeah, so that's why I disappeared for a little bit, but we're back and we're really focused on bringing that ABA and that ACT therapy to you so you can be the highest achiever, the highest performer in whatever you do so you can create a life that you want to live. This week, so last week, real quick, I'm actually going to start off last week. If you didn't listen to last week, go back and listen to it because it's super important that you understand what rules you've created for yourself. And if you did do the homework and looked at the rules that you've created for yourself, you can say them out loud or just say them quietly to yourself so everyone around you doesn't think you're crazy. If they do think you're crazy, just tell them you're listening to my podcast and Maybe we are crazy and that's fine. Um, what rules did you set for yourself last or set, have you set for yourself that you want to unwind? Most likely a lot, right? Like it's almost an overwhelming amount. Now, right now, I just want you to pick one of those and I want you to probably a more emotional rule, right? Like one that you're really like, wow, I'm really fused to this. Like I have a really hard time with that because this week we're going to be focusing on emotions, And the cold, hard truth about emotions is no one really knows what emotions are. (laughs) All these scientists, all these researchers, nobody really knows what they are, but they can agree on these two things. And these are super important. At the core of any emotion is a complex, a complex series of neurological, cardiovascular, musculoskeletal, and hormonal changes throughout the body. Fear, guilt, love, anger, resentment, all these different emotions, happiness, you can almost feel it in your body. You can feel it in your chest. Like you feel it in different areas of your body. We all know that. And then the second thing they can agree with is these physical changes, changes prepare us to take action. I want you to think butterflies, there's a lump in your throat. Maybe you start crying. Maybe you get scared and you run. Maybe you're motivated and you go out and do something you've never done before. I don't know emotions make you take action. Even on days where you're like, oh, I'm doing good today. It makes you take action, guys. It's all behavior. 
And I want to introduce another term too. It's called action tendency. And this is our likelihood to react in a particular way. So think about it like this way. Like if you're running late and you're like, oh God, I'm late to work. You probably have a tendency to drive faster. Guys, if you're feeling anxious that I work on this a lot with clients, if you're feeling anxious, you might have a tendency to eat more. Or if you're like me and you're anxious and you're stressed, you have a tendency to avoid food. Like you're doing something like you have those tendencies and it's based off an emotion, right? We have emotional eaters. We have emotional drinkers. We have emotional bingers. We have people like me that are like, screw it. I'm not doing anything with food because I'm stressed and my stomach hurts. Emotions really can be our best friend or they can really be our enemy. So this kind of brings it to light is like, what purpose do these serve? Now this week, I'm really focusing on just understanding emotions. There's a lot to emotions and we have to unpack a lot, but this week I am just bringing up what emotions are and kind of planting the seed in your head. Cause next week we're going to water it and we're going to really see how we maybe can manage our emotions. Cause there's a lot to it. It's not just a one day part two, part three type of deal. We're going to be talking about this for a long time. But what purpose do emotions serve? Well, there are diff- three different reasons, and I want you to ingrain this in your mind. Communicate, motivate, and illuminate. Communicate, motivate, and illuminate. CMI, CMI, CMI. Communicate, motivate, and illuminate. When they communicate to us, this is expressing your feelings, and it's through facial structures, it's through postures, it's through behaviors, it's through words, it's through a lot of different things when these emotions are communicating to the world what we're thinking, right? So here's the thing. When you're not communicating your emotions clearly, so when you're hiding your feelings, it actually makes it harder for our own selves to understand what's going on. This is not your fault. This is not always your fault. Some of us really like to just be a plastic board and not show any emotions. I am sure that you know somebody like that. And if you don't, you probably are that person, right? And like my favorite one, and I, gosh, I hope I don't offend anybody, but it's engineers, right? I've dated engineers. I grew up with, my dad as an engineer. I grew up in a town of physician, physicists and engineers. They somehow don't show emotion. Like it's just not in their repertoire. But here's the thing. A lot of them, if they pack it down, pack it down, pack it down, think of it like a beach ball that you're like pushing underwater. The farther you push it underwater, the farther you push those emotions down, the bigger the burst through the water is going to be. The more emotional it's going to get when that wall finally breaks with emotions. This is so accurate because if we can't tell what we're feeling, so like if your boss at work doesn't let you feel upset or maybe your significant other doesn't allow you to be upset, they're like, Oh, why do you have to be upset about that? So you start to like put on this fake facade. It's going to be really hard for you to understand like what's actually bothering you, right? When you're like, I just hate my job. And it's like, why do you hate your job? I don't know. I just hate my job. Well, maybe it's because you're struggling emotionally and you just can't seem to align it. And that's when you start talking it out with somebody. That's why therapy is so effective. When you start talking things out and seeing things for what they are, not for what you thought they were or the facade you've put up you are able to solve problems. So that's the first one. Communicate. Think of what your emotions are communicating. Allow yourself to feel them. Even if that's putting on the facade at work and going to the bathroom and figuring it out, if you're really upset, if you're really depressed, I don't care what it is. Maybe you're really happy. Get yourself some alone time. Go to your car, go to the bathroom and feel those emotions. Now, the second thing that they do is motivate. 
So they prepare us and our body to move in a particular way. Oh gosh, I thought my dog. So emotions, they prepare us to move our body in a particular way. Think of this as like the fight, flight, or freeze. Maybe fear motivates us to run and hide. Maybe if you're anxious, you shake. Um, I'm trying to think of other things at work. Like if maybe if you're like super angry, you start to like click your fingers together. Some people like their face will turn red and they'll kind of get more rigid in movement. You can see people kind of like breathing heavy. Emotions prepare us to move our bodies in particular ways. Love motivates us to be caring, loving, and nurturing. So think about it like in a race, like, right? Like if you're at a start line, whatever race you're at and you're scared, you're anxious, maybe you have to go to the bathroom more. Honestly, like there's things that happen in your body. Maybe you forget things. You become more forgetful. Maybe you do things out of sync. Emotions prepare us to move our bodies. All right. So you want to find what those emotions are. You want to sit and feel those emotions. You don't want to You don't want to lie to yourself so you can feel them and so you can see how you move in a certain way. And the third one is illuminate. Emotions illuminate. They alert us that there is something going on that matters, right? That is so important. That matters. If we walked around emotionless human beings, this world would be a crappy place. Let's just put it out there. Like, I don't care if you feel upset and sad like 90% of this week. Emotion, like without emotions, this world would be a terrible place. And if you've ever felt numb in your life, which is a whole different realm that we can get into later on. If you've ever felt numb and walked around just like, eh, everything's fine. Like, you know, somebody that's like, eh, whatever. They're trying not to feel anything. And that's a really, really sad way to go about your life. All right. So if you didn't feel anything, if you didn't have anything, really nothing would matter. So it's something that we need to attend to. And it's something that we need to understand. So for some examples, like fear, it illuminates the importance of safety and protection, right? If you're fearful, it's because you're worried that something that you have is going to be lost or maybe taken away from you. Um, if you're scared that you're going to lose a race, it's because you're losing that spot you're going for. Think of it in terms of this. Like, why am I experiencing fear? I'm going to lose my job. Anger. Anger is a huge one. Like it illuminates the importance of defending your territory. That's a humongous one, right? When everyone's like, oh my God, like, why is he so angry? He's defending something that's them. We'll see it in politics. This is a terrible example, but you'll see it in politics. Both sides get so angry because they feel like something that they value, something that they look at, something that they, they've worked hard for is being taken away from them. That's what causes anger sadness. It illuminates the importance of rest and recuperation. Are you feeling sad lately? It's probably because you haven't let anything catch up to you. That's a huge one. That's a big one than burnout. I work a lot with that one where rest and recuperation, we have to go back to rules. No, I can't rest. I can't recuperate or I'm lazy or I'm a failure. Oh, and the sadness kicks in and they're just like, I just can't do anything. And the self-loathing. And then we'll see depression set in. There's a lot that goes on with that. And then, of course, there's guilt. It illuminates the importance of how we treat others and how we repair social bonds. If you ever feel guilty, it's most likely because you did wrong to somebody else. Or maybe you did something that you weren't as, I guess, honest as you should have been. That's definitely a huge one with guilt just repair it. Maybe if you can't repair it, try to find ways to do something better and do more good in the world somewhere else. And then finally, love. 
Love illuminates the importance of connection, intimacy, and bonding, caring, and sharing. This is one I think that is really being torn apart in society right now. Um, if you love, gosh, this is, I'm not a love expert. I'm not a relationship expert, but when you talk to people and they're just like, oh, I love this. I love that. Or I'll never feel loved. Or he loved me, but he doesn't love me back now. I mean, it's being thrown around, right? So it's really understanding going back to what is love and how do you feel it, right? Go back to simple things. Like what do you like to do? How do you love your animals? Maybe that's how you should feel about a person. Sometimes when we feel love, it's not really love. It's just the need to be wanted. It's the fear of being alone. It's the anger somebody else did me wrong, so I'm going to try to love this guy. Maybe it's just guilt and you're trying to, because you don't love yourself, you have to love somebody else. You know, there's a lot that go into these emotions. And again, this is just the, hey, these are what emotions are. We're not going to get too far into it. So before you go, we go, you guys. First, I want you to remember Motivate, communicate, illuminate. Sorry, let me say it back in. Communicate, motivate, and illuminate. That is what emotions do. And when you go away with from this podcast this week, I want you to think, what do I want you to, I want you to answer these three questions? What does this emotion remind you to do in terms of caring for yourself or others when you feel it? I want you to ask yourself if you express this emotion to others appropriately, what might it signal? Maybe you're telling somebody like, hey, you hurt me. Don't do that. Or, hey, you make me really happy because, again, we walk around emotionless human beings. It's a trend on TikTok. It's a trend on Facebook where we're like, how how tough can we be? Oh, you know, this this season, like, I'm not going to show that I like a guy because they're not worthy of me. Hashtag peace. Like, that's what we're going around. We're going we're walking around as emotionless human beings. Right. We're not allowed to feel hurt. We're not allowed to tell others what we feel. And it's becoming a problem. And finally, what does this emotion tell you about what you really want? This one's hard because you can sit there and be like, I really want to quit my job. Right. You can be like, ah, I'm done. I really want to quit my job because I'm depressed. I want you to dig a little bit deeper than that. Okay. Maybe you want respect from your coworkers. Maybe you want to move up and you're not doing the behaviors you need to move up. Maybe when it comes to your family, you're not getting your needs met with your significant other. Maybe when it comes to the kids, they're not listening to you on how you want to raise the kids because it is a compromise. What is that emotion telling you? Because you can't just be like, oh, I was pissed, but it's okay. I didn't have to show it. I just held it back. You don't have to do that. Like I, I, I used to do that. It was cool and all, but it emotionally wrecks you. So just sit with yourself, you guys, this week. Ask yourself these three questions and see where you go with your emotions. Because I promise you, it doesn't have to be every single emotion. And if you still want to tell yourself you're not scared, you're not angry, you're not mad, you're not sad, that's fine. Like, whatever. But if you just want to understand what the feeling of love or happiness or excitement um, feels like this week and understand how you react to it and where it leads you you're going to see a huge difference in how you react to a lot of different things. So you guys, that's all I've got for you this week. I, again, absolutely love going through this week by week. I I learn a lot about myself just talking to you guys. I hope you get a lot out of this and I hope your life is improving one day at a time. Sometimes we're stagnant. Sometimes we come back into our life. You know, it happens. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. So you guys, Make sure you please share this with a friend if they are needing this too and like and please leave a review on the podcast. Reviews are super important. Podcast algorithms are getting weird. Um, And not to, I mean, 
Again, my goal is to make this a huge podcast to help as many people as possible. So please help me in that. Share it with a friend, leave a review, and tag me in your Facebook post when you guys come across some milestones. I love you guys. Get out there and run your life before life runs you. Bye, guys.